Mandela That his people shall go free Did you tell him they won't grow Celestinary Watch Very um, sad time for um, most South Africans. There's been rain. Um, in some parts of uh, the country, it has been very welcomed. But in some parts of the country, it has devastated us. I know in my, um, in, in, in my home um, municipality, Endwedwe, uh, it's been, uh, it, it's just wreaked havoc. Um, our mayor, Sam Mfeka, who's been on the show before, and I think we'll get him on so he can tell us what is being done by them as the local municipality to help uh, those in Indwedwe uh, since the rains. I mean, there's been floods. Bridges have uh, broken. Electricity lines have been disrupted. Um, roads have been disrupted. People have lost their homes. Many lives have been lost over this past uh, couple of weeks as we've had floods. We are speaking to Action SA's Zwakele uh, Mwango, who's going to tell us about the current situation in Guazulu Natal. Zwakele, thank you very much for joining us. Good morning. Morning to you, Good morning to the listeners of SAFM. So, okay, not a great way to end the year or even start a new year for those in KwaZulu Natal. Can you paint a picture for us as to what happened and what are things looking like now? Because we are hearing that there's uh, more bodies that are being discovered um, as the, the 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 weather subsides. Yeah, you're quite correct. Uh, one can simply say we had really a black Christmas. Uh, we There are many families that couldn't enjoy uh, the Christmas of 2023. And also they couldn't have enjoyed New Year's uh, because of this devastating situation we find ourselves in. Um, almost the entire province has been affected, but where there are reports of uh, fatalities, uh, it's mainly Smith. I think Let's Smith is most affected in municipality uh, so far. And then with uh, Peter Marisbeck and Indra, as you just said, uh, almost about 1,400 homes um, reported to have been destroyed. And obviously, as you said as well, some bodies are still uh, missing. Uh, almost every day, um, rescue uh, teams are recovering uh, bodies which really expects at that moment for the province. But one uh, believer just said, uh, for example, it's easy to say local municipalities must uh, do something when it comes to this situation. But I think it's for some reason why HNSA has been calling for um, a removal of um, district uh, municipalities and localized disaster and fire and emergency. Because at the moment, you find that the disaster management system is sitting at a district level, but the impact always is felt by local municipalities. That is why we believe that that layer of a district municipality is just a waste of money. We need to localize, as we are just saying right now, the first thing you're going to be conducting is the local mayor, but the local mayor won't have resources to deal with the situation because the resources are sitting with the district. So it's really something that says, we must start with proactive as leadership of the province, internationally, because governments take a really a stand on this issue of district model to ask and say, is there a need 
of these district municipalities. What is the point of it? Because at the end of the day, people go to a local municipality when it's a disaster, when they need water. So the district only provides disaster support and, and water. That's all they do. So what's the point of this, this layer? So we believe that we can really look at that. But also, we have to look at infrastructure challenges. Uh, for example, this means, I think three years, level, three years ago, four years ago, we went to lead meet as legislature where we were getting a presentation on how they plan to deal with this CPD. Because the town, every time we get a storm, there's a disaster because um, there's no proper storm drainage in that town. So we had a presentation, beautiful presentation in paper. But till today, nothing has been done. Now you ask yourself, what is the point? Because they know very well, government knows very well that let it meet there's a problem in CPD. And it's frustrating that the first rain that happened in KZN, it, it affected people in town, in, in Let It Meet, where we know very well that every heavy rain, there's going to be a problem in Let It Meet. So sometimes I think even government need to look at accountability of, of some of these things because it can be avoided by ensuring that we use infrastructure, and also the issue of zoning where we are building houses. And I think we lost something um, because if you look at local level, I'm coming from rural areas, but when we grew up, we knew very well where to build houses, where to graze, where to farm. So we, we knew very well. Uh, but today, people are building anywhere they want. So the question is, what we have lost, what can we do to go back to say, how our forefathers were able to mitigate this situation. So I think we can really find solutions, but we just need to sit and discuss because KZN seems to be most affected province. Every time when it's heavy rain, we have a problem in this province. Well, it goes to town planning. It goes to maintaining of infrastructures because we can't really do much with the acts of nature, but we can, uh, you know, be proactive in how we plan our towns and how we maintain our infrastructure. And I don't see much of that happening. I will be honest. I get I get irked and upset every time I see someone, um, especially in the, the, the main metropolitan areas, sweeping the main roads, cleaning them up, and then taking all that garbage and throwing it in the gutters. I've seen it so many times. And these are people who work for municipalities. These are people who are employed to do this. Then I've never seen anyone go to clean up the gutters. So how are we expecting that, you know, the drain, the stormwater drain systems are going to be able to hold when we have heavy rains, if there's no proactiveness? Look, you call correct on good level. The challenge is, is that the government, when it took over from apartheid government, uh, we, we seem we're not ready to govern at all or they understand what needs to be done. Because if you look at different uh, municipalities in KZN, I'm not sure about other provinces, there are few things that have been done to really look at the possibility of saying, when there is thunderstorm, how do we make sure that our drain systems are working? For example, you'll find that in some municipalities, like we need just an example, you'll find that uh, the sewer systems are actually connected to stormwater drainage. This is a problem which you find in different municipalities where there's a development that are taking place, but you don't hear much 
of new storm drain system and also sewer line being built and also talking about sewer pump stations. And then the question also is, if you look around the, 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 the smaller towns in, in, in KZN, you ask yourself, where are they pushing their storm uh, water? You will never find because there are no storm systems in place. That's a challenge because if you go to major cities, you will find you know, the storm um, is releasing towards uh, the sea. You can see or towards the rivers. But if you go to our smaller towns, you can't even tell where are the storm uh, lines because there are none. Then when you find the situation of this of these facilities, then you start to complain and say, what is going on? Because government has failed in being proactive in trying to make sure that we mitigate some of these situations. Because we know that when it comes to rain, we're going to have a problem. But as you are saying, um, the littering also in our town is also a challenge. Uh, you can correct. You find that uh, workers of municipalities, when they clean town, they push the litter, they push it to the storm drainage themselves. You, you know, you've seen these things happening. Then you say, ask yourself, these people are working for the municipality. They should know better the impact they would be causing by pushing this uh, 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 to, 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 to our storms. But you still find it happening. Nothing ever happens. And no one even bother to say, outside the rain, let's clean our drain system so that we are ready for any kind of rain that comes. Because as you had correctly said, some of these, we can't really avoid uh, the heavy rain. It's nature, but we can uh, 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 mitigate the impact. We can avoid how much impact these rains cause to our communities by ensuring that everyone who's building, in terms of time planning, who's building a house, they are building a house in a proper land that is not going to be washed away when there's rain. Because you find that people are still building houses at the verge of the rivers. Then you ask yourself, how come municipalities are allowing this to happen? That is why I'm saying, I strongly of the view that says we need to localize uh, the disaster center um, uh, to local municipalities. Let them have powers. Because when having a district, you will find even councillors. They, they see this thing happening in their municipalities. But the disaster system uh, management system is not within their competency. It's sitting with the district m- m- level. That is why we believe that m- councillors must be able to respo- respond and, and, and really report this kind of threat uh, to municipalities where also municipalities can respond to these challenges, not to wait for a district to do something. Um, before we wrap up, what is it that is being done on the ground to help families um, that have lost possessions um, and, and those who have lost loved ones? Yeah, look, the, the, the provincial government and uh, national disaster management came to, to on board, as well as the foundation, foundations like Al Midat uh, Foundation have been also being responsive. And also SAPS K9 has been also uh, responsive. And also municipalities are also assisting um, in different levels in terms of uh, providing with food, shelter, and all that. Um, so there is that coordination between national and province and local municipalities to assist families, which we really appreciate. And also these um, organizations and also communities, I must say, in Kulego, communities have come on board, you know, to come also assist where possible, even when looking for missing bodies, we see communities assisting each other, 
getting on board, not only waiting for development management, but also doing something closer to these areas. So we really appreciate uh, to see that communities of Kolnadal can come together under these difficult situations. But all we need right now is to say, how do we make sure that in future, these kind of uh, situations are avoided? I think that's what we need to be happening. And we must stop having plans. And because we always talk about plans, plans for the plan, but these plans are not ever implemented. Like, for example, we'll find that a, a, a big mispractice um, there's a disaster that uh, happened uh, in April 2022, uh, 2021. But till today, you'll find that nothing has been done. You know, uh, the budget was released by national, but the municipality are, is unable to spend the budget to a point where the same 1.5 million billion was even returned to treasurer because the municipality was unable to spend this money, but they received the money because they've got no plan to fix uh, the infrastructure. And again, can you imagine if this disaster would happen to a Chewini? It is the same disparity sitting with 1.5 billion rent that can't be spent. So there are questions that I think uh, leadership of the province need to ask to, to, to answer. Thank you so very much uh, for joining us this morning, Mzwakele. May the new year be a great one for you. I know it's 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 a very exciting one for all those who are politically charged.